Are you ready to build your business while honoring your introverted entrepreneur heart? I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success and the Shy Girl. We work with female introverted entrepreneurs to help them ignite their path to success while protecting their physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual energy. Welcome to the podcast. And welcome back to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. I'm Lisa. I'm Jen. And today we want to talk to you about launching products or services, which can feel like a very scary topic, uh, mostly because as an introvert, putting yourself out there can feel extra scary. does for us. It does for us. Now we've gotten better at it. Each time we've launched something, we get better at it. But we have learned some really valuable lessons. We've, you know, we've talked to other introverted entrepreneurs and we see, I'm going to be straight up. I'm going to call them mistakes, right? Even though they don't, they're not necessarily like you've done something wrong. But these are things that you can look at in your own launches and figure out, am I doing this? And we're going to hopefully give you some quick fixes as well. Yeah. It's, it's easy to sort of hold yourself back um, and not really launch. Like when you think of a launch, you think about not just like handing someone a piece of cake. You are catapulting your offer out. <laughs> right? That's what you want to think of when you're thinking of launching, like, woo! (laughs) So you want to be a a little more bold than, um, than maybe you, you naturally want to. And I know it's scary. We, we, we have hidden behind a soft launch before where we're like, Oh, we'll just tell a few people and hope it works. And it's like, well, all right. But if you want to help a lot of people with this thing that you've created, you've got to throw it out there. Yes. And you've got to throw it often and you've got to throw it hard. That doesn't mean that you need to behave like an extrovert to do it, right? You can still honor that introverted energy, but launching requires focus and it can be exhausting. It, yeah. No, it, it, not that it can be, it is exhausting, right? When you're in a, a launch phase, it's tiring. It's tiring. And that, that brings us to point number one of the mistakes that um, we see introverts making is not sharing your offer often enough. Mm-hmm. So keep in mind that before someone, it really, anything clicks into someone's mind that they've seen something, that they recognize something, you need to, they need to see it at least seven times. Yes. Yeah. So when you're putting stuff out there, you feel like, well, I put it out to this audience on Monday and these guys on Tuesday and I sent it out on Thursday. So you feel like you've put it out three times, but there are going to be very few people who actually even saw it those three times, right? Some people have seen it one time. So you're not bothering people the way you think, oh, um, it's going to be too much. People haven't seen it anywhere near seven times yet, even even when you've put it out seven times, yes. right? Yeah. So keep that in mind. You, the, because you're thinking about it doesn't mean other people are. Yeah. And here's the thing. So this, this comes back to visibility. 
-hmm. and really making sure that you are visible and showing up for your audience. So if the only time you show up for your audience is to make an offer, people are going to be much less likely to purchase from you. So even though you have an offer and let's say they've seen it seven times, if you haven't shown up and offered value to them before, during, or even, you know, after that launch period, people that know, well, that know, like, and trust is just not there. Right. They may not be, able to be confident that when they sign up for, for whatever your offer is, they want to know already. Oh yeah. You know, she gives me great advice. I have great things to say about her. I've recommended her to people. I, I always go to her when I need to know something. They'll for sure dive into your mm -hmm. uh, course or offering or product a little bit more easily. So when you're launching, you know what, there's, uh, there's so many different ways to launch and how you're launching is really going to depend on what you have to offer. And if you've got any questions or you're not sure, make sure you re like reach out to us, send us a email or DM us on social and we can kind of help, you know, support you through figuring out maybe what that launch will look like for your product or service. Yeah. But yeah, when you're launching, have a have a really good plan in place. The thing that we really want you to take away and remember is that you are not bothering your audience. You are helping them to make a decision. That's right. that's that's what you're doing. If your goal is to make sales or to sign clients, then you need to make sure that people first of all can find your offer, that they understand what your offer is and what it does for them and make it easy for them to work with you. Make it easy for them to become a client or a customer. And the people who are looking for that will, will find you if, yes. if you have to put it out there. It's sort of like, well, I mean, to, to use a bricks and mortar example, if, uh, if you're at the mall and you walk past the gap and they've got a table out front that says, you know, this pair of jeans is on sale, they're putting it out there. They're saying this, these jeans are on sale. And people walking by who, who want that pair of jeans are like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm going to dive in while it's on sale. There it is. There's a whole stack of them. I'm going to find my size. This is so exciting. And everyone else who maybe doesn't need that pair of jeans today is going to look and say, oh, and they're going to go on their way. They're not going to be offended or bothered or upset <laughs> that that mm -hmm. table is there offering these jeans, right? They're just going to say, oh, that's, that's not for me today and go buy. And it's, and it's totally fine. But the people who want that are going to get excited because they've seen it. But if it were in the back of the store or it were hidden away or, you know, they didn't know about it, they might not go in and, and, and get that offer. So you want to make sure everyone can see what you're offering. And that might require showing up, doing lives, doing... Uh, webinars, you know, running a challenge or there's so many different ways. Even a combination, a combination yes. is, yeah. is fine too, because someone who might listen to a podcast, maybe wouldn't read the blog or the other way around. You'd have more time to read the blog because it's quiet, but you might not hear it on the podcast. <laughs> so you want to, you want to have a few ways that people can see. Diversify your content. 
that does, we're not telling you to recreate new content for every platform that you choose to use. Reuse that content across different media. You, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yep, because that's your message, right? This is something that you think is important for people. So it's okay to put it in more than one space. Mm -hmm. Yes, and to do it repeatedly. Don't do it just yeah. once and hope that, it, and, and, you know, it's like throwing spaghetti against a wall and, and hoping it sticks. Yeah. You, you can't just throw one noodle. You need to throw, you need to throw the whole pot against the wall here, really. <laughs> <laughs> don't actually don't do That's that. Very messy. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yes. you know, we love a good analogy. So there you go. <laughs> All right. So that's number one. So not sharing your offer often enough and not getting in, a, in front of enough eyes or um, in front of the same eyes enough times. Right. That's very, very important. All right. So the second one that uh, sometimes trips us up is, or trips up introverts is not getting super clear on who the offer is for. Yes. Now I'm going to say, so everything that we're sharing with you today is stuff that we've worked through ourselves. So we, we know exactly how it feels. We, we kind of can love. You ourselves. want everyone to love what you're creating, yeah. right? You want tons of people, uh, everyone on the whole planet to really love what you have. And, and that's, that's fine. But when you are putting it out there, pretend you are speaking to one person. Oh my goodness. This is honestly the game changer. Yeah, it this sounds thing. crazy, but it works. And every coach will tell you the same thing because they've tried it both ways and this is what works. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so give it a try. You know what? If you don't believe us, just try it. <laughs> give it a it, try and see what happens. This truly is the the key to unlocking oodles of clients being attracted to you yeah by because getting more than one person is going to feel that you are speaking to them yes so pretend you're speaking to one person yes. because you know what if you had a bricks and mortar store you would be literally speaking to one person at a time right mm -hmm. so even though your message and your product is not different People want to have someone speaking to them, understanding them, right? Yeah. Um, I understand where you are coming from in your business because I've had the same struggle, right? Which is what Jen and I are telling you personally right now. <laughs> yeah. We get it. And if you, as, as a business owner, can do that, just that tweak that little mind shift, uh, mind, mindset shift just a little bit, Try writing your launch for one person and yes. one person, one person, one person, one person will, will relate to it. Yes. I feel like we can, we just cannot say this enough. Your offer is not going to be for everyone. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's not meant to be right. There are so many niches out there, depending on what your business is, whether it's product-based or service-based or a combination of both like we are, having that super defined niche and really knowing who your person is. We've said this before, you should be able to sit down in your brain, 
and have a whole conversation with your ideal client. Okay. Yeah. So, and here, here's a, here's the thing. Every single offer should have its own client avatar. Every single product, every single service, you need to get super clear so that when you are actually creating the sales content or the launch content, that you understand the language that he or she uses, that you understand what their their desires and their wants are, you understand what their struggles are, you understand what their objections are, so that you can face those head on and really make sure that the copy that you're writing, if it's written or, you know, the, the things that you're saying, your, your videos are speaking directly to those things, because that is going to create an emotional connection for that client. And they are much more likely to raise their hand and say, yes, I want what you're selling. Yeah. Or offering. Yes. Your your offer, your offer, they should be able to see how that's going to impact their day. Yes. Yeah. Because that's why you created it, right? You created something to help someone. Yeah. You can have, oh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You just, you just want to let them know that it will help that you're not just, oh yeah, I've got this thing. You know, people have been burned so many times in the past and you just really want to speak to them that that mm-hmm. your offer is something that's going to transform their day, transform their month, transform something in their life that they're really um, struggling with. Or even if they're not struggling, just something that'll make their day easier. And, and you want them to know, hey, I get it. And here's, I've got a solution for you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be worth it to you. Yeah. Right. You want to let them know that your sales copy, your launch copy, any of the content that you're creating, your ideal client for that offer should be able to read that and say, that's, that's me. Right. And that can be difficult because you've created this thing and you know what it can do. So sometimes it can be hard to really say, to, to look at your sales copy objectively. It's great if you can have a mentor or uh, s- someone, you know, proofread your stuff for you to see mm. if they're really getting the message that you're trying to send. You know, I, I've, I've had that issue too, you know, where we, we've created things and you say, oh yeah, this is so amazing, but, and it's going to totally do this for someone. But if you don't tell them they won't know until, of course, once they've completed something, yeah. they'll know. But how do you get them to start it, you know, to go through that transformation? It's going to be so worth it. You need to let them know ahead of time. Yeah, I, I would, that would be my recommendation. You know, have someone look it over and see if it's, if it is conveying the message that you're wanting it to convey. That's the second one. So not getting clear on who the offer is for, really getting narrow with your your copy now the third mistake that introverts (laughs) can often make and it goes it it goes right along with not wanting to bother people is not charging enough you get scared about value you get scared about what other people's money mindset issues might be and you start making up little stories in your head oh well you know right now people don't have money is that true Is that true? Or is that something that you just said in your head? Um, Well, you know, I don't know if this is something that people want to invest in right now. Oh, 
Is that true? Or are you making that up? <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? So mm -hmm. stop yourself in your tracks. What is, be, I mean, and be realistic, be realistic. What is the value of what you have created? Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid to ask for that. Yes. Yeah. Now I do want to say that this is, this is something that any entrepreneur can come up against. But we do see it with, particularly with introverted entrepreneurs, because like you said, Lisa, it feels, we don't want to feel salesy, right? Because feeling, you know, when you feel salesy, then you feel like you need to be out there and shouting from the rooftops in order to make sales. So you drop your price, so you don't need to be quite as loud about it. But right. here's the thing, people will buy value right? People will invest in a valuable product or service that is going to create a transformation. And if you continue to just undervalue and underprice your offers and your products, you're not helping yourself and you're certainly not, not, well, I mean, your offer is probably still going to help your, your client, but you want them to take it seriously though yes. for themselves too. Like if yes. you've created, say if you've created, I mean, with a product, it's different, but if you've created a course or, or, or you've got a webinar, you want those people to feel that they have invested and they're going to take it seriously because your clients are going to get such better results when they take it seriously. Yes. You know, you can only take them so far and if they only do the work half halfway or they watch the thing, but don't do the notebooks because blah, they didn't invest in it. If they've paid full price and had invested their themselves, they're going to invest that time. And at the end of the day, they're going to send you nice notes about how much it helped them. If they only paid half, a lot of people will not do it full all the way they'll do it halfway and then they'll only get halfway results yeah and they you know they deserve more than that yeah and here's so, so it's it's kind of like cheap right like people people think they want cheap but that's not the case that's not the case at all right and it, it will come back to understanding who your offer is for right that ideal client because you you want to be drawing in people that are willing to make that investment. So if you're clear with that in your copy as well, then you'll you'll speak to a very different sort of potential client mm -hmm. by showing the value that you deliver. And and I would uh, say too, if you if you have a product and and you you want to put it on sale, I would say don't leave it on sale. <clears throat> you know, have it as a very like a limited time that you put it on sale for, let everyone know that this is the cost until this date. And then it goes back to its full mm -hmm. value, right? You, yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing like grocery stores do this all the time. Something's on sale for a week. You know, it's not on sale forever. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So it's totally fine to, to run uh, like a, a deal for fun, but can, but keep that value where you believe the value is. And do, I mean, obviously, you know, you've, you've done your research. I would, you know, you guys are savvy entrepreneurs. <clears throat> you've looked around at uh, who your peers and, uh, and what, what else is available 
in your specific market. So you have an idea of the value of something. So, you know, once you've picked your value, it's okay to hold your ground on that. And, um, yeah. and it's, don't be shy about that. Yeah. And it's okay if people are saying that's too expensive, they're not your people. Or, or you know what? They're not your people right now. Some, some people will send everyone a note telling them that it's a crazy price. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, you know, that's where they are at. Yeah. Um, and you, again, you can't accommodate everyone's money mindset issues. No, no. The only thing that you have control over is your own mindset around uh, what you charge, how you charge it, and the value that you deliver. Yeah. You, can't, you don't have any control over anything else you know what, if, if you are getting feedback that people are saying, you know, that's too expensive, you know, just say, thanks for the feedback. The price is the price. You know, you don't need to get into a fight about it and just that you can just say it's not for everybody and that's okay. And keep in mind, many of those people would make that comment no matter what your price was. Yeah. You could have it for $5 and they'd be like, I can't believe you're not giving this away. So yes, don't, don't let it crush your soul. And I've even, I mean, I've seen people in free, you know, through free challenges, uh, free downloads, things like that, still complain that they didn't get enough value, even though it was free. I, yes, I've seen this as well, or that, you know, it wasn't live in their time zone and they wanted it even though they can watch the replay, you know, and it was free. (laughs) So you know what? Lots of people have stuff going on. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Again, the only, the only thing you have control over is your own mindset and your own reaction to those things. Yeah. So make sure that you're valuing and you're actually setting prices that reflect your true value. And we're going to tell you right now from working with entrepreneurs, introverted entrepreneurs specifically, people undervalue their services and their products consistently across the board. It isn't until some of that mindset work is done that people are able to say, yes, this is what I'm worth in this. I don't deserve a penny less. And people who are willing to invest in, in your offer also are taking themselves seriously too. They're willing yes. to. Those are people you want to work level. with. Those Definitely. are people that you want to serve. People that are invested in the outcome that you have promised them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it is a, that is a sticky <laughs> subject, of course, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, and we could throw in a book recommendation here just because I'm, I'm obsessed with Jen Sincero's. <laughs> yeah. You are a badass at making money. It's yeah. hilarious. And she throws some truth bombs at you that are the, yeah. in, in a in a funny way where you're like, okay, yep. <laughs> so yeah. We're not affiliated with that book in any way. It's just something she that's just a, great. And um, it, and also, if you're looking to do some money mindset shifts, um, Get Rich, Lucky Bitch by Denise Duffield Thomas is also an excellent read. Uh, I'm going through her actually money boot camp right now, and I've had some huge like aha moments. You don't need to be in the boot camp to have those. The book, like the uh, yeah, you're a badass at making money and get rich, lucky bitch, would be our two money mindset books if you feel that you're undervaluing or underpricing your value mm-hmm. in your products and services. Start there. And if you need some support through some of that work, make sure you reach out to us as well. And we're happy to um, provide additional recommendations and resources to you. Yeah. 
absolutely. Because that that's a that's so huge. Yes. Yeah. Valuing valuing your product, valuing yourself, and worrying about your making up stories about your clients too. So yeah. Yeah. Those are huge things. So yeah, don't be shy when it comes to launching a product. Remember to launch it like a catapult. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it doesn't quiet. have to be a loud catapult. I was gonna say it could be a quiet catapult. <laughs> quiet. Get it so people can see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. We love you. And you guys, um, you guys have just been doing such amazing work. Um, we're so happy to hear all your feedback on what you guys have been doing. Please keep reaching out to us. We love to hear what's happening in your businesses. Have a wonderful day. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'd love it if you could leave us a review so that we can grow our audience and reach as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. If you've enjoyed this episode, grab a screenshot, hop over to Instagram and share it in your stories and make sure that you tag us at Success in the Shy Girl. As always, wishing you abundance and success.